Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it's Monday. And it's a holiday for most everybody, but not Degenerates, Max. Especially not you filthy Canadians. <laughs> well, actually, actually it's a holiday. It's a different holiday in Canada. It's not Labor Day in Canada. It's something else, I think. It's probably Happy Socialist Day. Yeah. <laughs> it's something day but yeah hey happy happy labor day all the folks out there in the united states that listen to our show and everyone else around the country uh around the world that listens to our show uh, happy monday yep there what's go. going on panther uh i'm glad we moved the start time because i'm exhausted took the <laughs> Took the kid to the amusement park yesterday. It was a beautiful, just absolutely gorgeous, sunny day. But but I can like feel it on the back of my neck and my face. Got a little sun, and I'm I'm tired. So <laughs> I needed that extra rest. But um, yeah, so we're back on the train and ready to get back to sports. Amusement parks are a young man's game, Panther. Um, that's how I maintain my youth. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's going on, Rich? Well, it's NFL week. Happy to get the uh, Kentucky Derby and all the 20,000 type words behind me. And this week could be a lot less crazy in that respect. Yeah. Looking forward to the NFL. Another good week of picks. It's great to have uh, a day off, so to speak, but not really for me ever. And let's get to it. Okay, let's let's get to it. We are jumping over to the association. First up, we got the, uh, the Nailbiter series here, Boston, Toronto. Boston opened up a point and a half dog. They are now a point and a half favorite. I saw this even minus two. Is it minus? Oh, well, over, I, uh, Bovada. If you're playing Bovada, you're not really. <laughs> you're fucked anyway. So. No, no. I saw, I saw minus two. Oh, really? A couple different books. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because well, all the money's coming in in Boston. Like when, when I saw this before, I mean, it was like single digit money on Toronto, um, which, yeah, great. Uh, Toronto took advantage of some really poor Boston shooting in the last game and now we have a tied series a seven for 35 from three-point land will not win basketball games ladies and gentlemen funny enough it was toronto who shot poorly in game one and boston took that one easily so i just i really think both teams just playing normal we have two really evenly matched teams here as I mentioned, all of that money is coming in on Boston, so that line is getting worse for them. 
And I think today's game, much like this whole series, is going to come down to the second half. Whatever happens in the first half doesn't matter. Whatever team is leading in the first half doesn't matter because both of these coaches just seem to be adjusting to game plans after the half, and it's a totally different game in the second half, especially Toronto. Toronto's third quarters have been absolutely insane, and expect more of the same from Nick Nurse. He just he's he's such a good coach, and it, this is why this series is going to be so back and forth. So back to the shooting thing, right? Uh, Boston is not going to be that bad again tonight. If they just shot 30% from three-point land, they win that game by about five points. So I do expect them to shoot better. I do think this is going to be a closer game as this series has gone. Uh, I think I'm going to trust the team getting the points here. So I'm going to lean the Raptors here getting one and a half, two, because if if Boston plays to you know what they should be playing, if Toronto should be playing by by what they're playing, it's a one-point game every single night, so take the points. So I'm leaning Toronto. Yeah, this is – I don't even know why we play these. Can't we just – like, it's just a three-point shooting contest. And each game, it's really been a game of attrition. The, the first two games, Toronto was horrible, like just absolutely horrible. The third game, they were moderately better. And then game four, Boston was horrible. Like, it's it's just – all about three-point shooting. I think these teams are evenly matched. The one thing I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in Toronto, I've been talking about Boston's lack of depth at the center position all season long. You have two guys in Mark Gasol and Serge Ibaka, which, you know, they're not world beaters, but that should be enough difference makers to you know, cause problems for Boston. And they're just not using them um, efficiently enough, in my opinion. I, I just... Uh, that part frustrates me. I think it's pretty even. Max pretty much nailed it all on the head. I just got to take the team with the points. So I'm going to bet the Raptors. In 2020, um, between these two teams, every time Toronto's made 30% of their threes, they've won. And in the five of the seven games, the first team to like actually six of the seven games, the first team, well, probably all of them, actually, the first team to 100 has won every single game. So if you can figure out which team gets to 100 first, you're probably going to win and most likely cover. I have Toronto winning this game, so I'm getting points. I'm going to bet Toronto. All right. Yeah, it's like so close, evenly matched. It's This is the hardest okay, series to call, man. I'm just going to ride uh, with the team I've been riding with. I'm going to take the Celtics. I think they win by two. I'm only giving up a point and a half. Let's do it. Give me the Celtics. You're on the island. I'm on the island. Yeah. You're on the island, man. Yeah. So <laughs> it usually goes well. Panther, you know, talking about the bigs. And, and so what I've seen from Ibaka right now is they're put, posting him out in three point land and just having him shoot three pointers as well. <laughs> and and, and so there you go. Serge Ibaka, three point shooter. And then uh, with Gasol, Gasol's just had a bad series. And I think uh, Daniel Tice has actually played really good defense on Gasol and has neutralized him to a degree. So. I think if if they wanted to go with the one-two punch of Abaka and Gasol at the same time, uh, they could and and possibly create some mismatches in Boston. But I do think that the Boston bigs, if you want to call you know them bigs, they're usually you know uh, I think Jason Tatum is technically their big at like six eight. Um, 
I think they have been playing really well defensively against the the bigs when they're on the court and, and making uh, Ibaka take those three-pointers. So I think that's what you're seeing. And, and so part of your frustration is, why the hell is Serge Ibaka shooting three-pointers? Mm-hmm. Right? I'm seven foot. I've got, I'm pitching a tent and starting a fire now right down there in the, the little half circle. I don't want to think about you and Serge Ibaka pitching tents. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. <laughs> All right, Clippers Nuggets. Clippers opened up minus seven. They're minus nine now. Uh, the Clippers, to me, have been a really tough team to bet on in these playoffs, possibly more than any other team, because it's not just about talent with these guys. It's about mindset. In game one, the entire team was ready to come out to win to play basketball and in game two it seemed like whatever mental issues paul george had early on in the bubble whatever that funk was he transferred it over to Kawhi leonard because Kawhi just looked awful in game two but it also didn't help him that uh they had no one who could guard jokic no one who could guard murray murray was doing hakeem olajuwon type foot footsteps in, in in the paint and paul george looked ridiculous trying to guard him and now we have to ask ourselves, can these guys be guarded, especially Jokic? I don't know if L.A. has anyone that can match up with them right now. Looking at the Clippers, uh, they shot 39% from the field. They shot 28% from three-point land. If they shoot that again, Denver's going to win. I don't think they shoot that again. I do think that they're going to bounce back. Ka- Kawhi tends not to have back-to-back bad games. And we do have to give credit to Jeremy Grant the Denver defense. They did a really great job against Kawhi in game two. I think he bounces back today. The money and public are split on this one. Like, like 50, 50, like, but it's, it is right down the line here. And I think the reason is because it's hard to bet. I think LA probably wins and covers, but that backdoor Denver cover is something to be scared about. This team has offense. They can score. And, and cut a, a big, you know, 20 point deficit down to, you know, 10 instantly. So uh, something to be concerned about. I'm not too concerned. I'm going to back L.A. here to cover this one. I'm going to bet the Clippers. Yeah, the, this was a tough series to call from the beginning. I needed more information. And even after the first two games, I don't know that I have. I'm seeing all the information that I want. The game one, I'm almost almost wondering if Denver just like, we're not getting a break. We don't have a break. They took their break. Um, Paul George and Kawhi went off in that game, but in game two, it was the Jokic and Murray show. And this essentially has become a game of two on two, right? It's Kawhi and PG versus Jokic and Murray. And they've traded punches the first two games. So here's where I'm at. If they both play well, both teams play well, and it's even. It comes down to the bench. And right now, it just looks like Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell have the advantage for the Clippers over the Nuggets bench. And I love the Nuggets bench, but the the Clipper bench has just been better. Um, but I don't think they're nine points better. I like the Clippers to win, but I don't think they cover. I'm going to bet the Nuggets. So in, when when the Clippers have won in this series, last five games, they've shot over 50% from the floor without taking a ton of threes. So they took the ball to the basket. They were aggressive. They got free throws. That's the winning combination for them. I don't know if it's bad Denver defense or if it's efficient 
Clippers offense. I think you're going to see them attack the basket again today. I have the Clippers. My Magic XL has them winning again by a lot. So I'm going to back the L.A. Clippers and lay the nine. I think that's what we're going to see. Blowout on one side, blowout on the next side, blowout on the other side. I think it's just going to rotate back and forth. That's why I fear you're probably right because I'm betting the Nuggets today plus the points. Here's one interesting thing about that, that you brought that up. Yeah. When it is either the Clippers win by a lot or mm-hmm. Denver wins outright. So if you're on Denver, mm-hmm. you know, I think you're probably just as wise to take the plus three, was it like 350 money line? See, I'm pulling that up now. 344. Yeah. So in the two games Denver won, they won by more than 10. They won by 10 and nine. So if they win outright, you're getting plus 345. So I think that's. To me, if you're taking Denver, that's the smarter bet. I think they would Panther. win outright and not be within nine. Panther. There you go. It's a money line. Mafia. Panther. Time to do it. You taking this? Um, you taking this? No, because I'm, no, because I'm not drinking this blowout Kool-Aid. <laughs> okay. All right. I actually might double up that bet. <laughs> Put a lot on the uh, point spread and then back it up with a money line bet. Okay. Max. How about those Islanders? How about those Islanders, man? Yeah, Islanders at the Lightning. Islanders versus the Lightning, whatever we, whatever you want to say. Yesterday, the conference finals kicked off with the Dallas Stars using their defense to quiet the mighty Golden Knights in Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals. Can the Islanders do the same tonight? After getting through the actual one seed in the, the Flyers, the Islanders face the team who probably should have been the one seed in the East. Uh, there is no surprise here that I like the Islanders. I like the Islanders a lot. They have a lot of, you know, I was a, a New Jersey Devils fan. I still am a New Jersey Devils fan, even though they've been atrocious. But growing up, I watched the Devils a lot. And this Islanders team has a lot of that same DNA. And it's it's not surprising because Lou Lamarillo, who put those Devils teams in place, those teams that went to five Stanley Cups and won three of them, uh, Lou Lamarillo, who, who did that with the Devils, is now trying to do that with the Islanders. Uh, also talking about Stanley Cup pedigree here, Barry Trotz, right? He won the Stanley Cup with the Capitals had some contract disputes with them after winning the Stanley Cup and just went to New York to, to, to coach them. So this is, this, this is a team that is poised and being set up to, to be a team to beat for a while. Are they there yet? It's, it's hard. It's hard to answer that because when you're facing a team like the lightning who from top to bottom have probably the most talent in this league, they have the most dynamic offense in this league and their defense is starting to play well. That's kind of the bar. Like you're looking at that team and just saying, man, that's the team we need to be able to get over to be able to win a Stanley Cup. Can the Islanders do it? I, I think they have a chance. Uh, but looking at this series, more than likely the Lightning win the series and go to the Stanley Cup. Now, game in and game out, day in and day out. If, if I say that the Islanders have a chance <laughs> and they're a plus line, it's hard not to bet them day in and day out because you remember what the Columbus Blue Jackets were able to do to the lightning in round one. And again, part of that was mental. Part of that was the lightning saying we cannot be swept by the Columbus Blue Jackets once again. And they had to get over that mental hump, but the Islanders defense is way better than Columbus's. The Islanders goalie is way better than Columbus's. And when they clamp down and play their traditional game, the Islanders are just a tough team to score on, even as a dynamic offense, 
So I, I again, I do think the uh, Lightning win this series. But let's look at every single individual game here. I did like this better when it was plus 140 New York. But even now, as this plus line, I like the Islanders. So I'm going to bet New York here and keep an eye on this series. I think this is going to be a fun one. I think this is going to be a fun series, but I don't know how excited about this particular game um, I am. And it all has to do with eight days. It's been eight days since Tampa Bay has played competitive hockey. They haven't played since August 31st. I've been sitting around waiting for a week for the Islanders to uh, wrap up with the Flyers. So that gives me a little bit of, of caution. I've never decided if I like the break or if I like the, hey, we're red hot, we want to keep playing. Um, I don't know where I stand on that. But the Islanders, their last three games have scored four goals each. They lost two of them. The Tampa Bay Lightning, their last five games, have never given up four goals. So I think four is the magic number. It's going to be the magic number for the Islanders. They're going to need to get to four and keep Tampa below that. I don't know if they can. This is, like I said, this is tough for me because of the week off for Tampa. I'm going to, Max and I are going to butt heads this whole series. He's going to take the Islanders. I'm going to take Tampa. Um, but I can only lean this game just because I need them to get on the ice and play some competitive hockey. So it's a lean for me on the Tampa Bay Lightning. So far in the playoffs, the Islanders have scored more goals per game than the Lightning have, 3.38 versus 3, and they've allowed fewer goals, 1.94 versus 2.31. Now, they met one time earlier in the year, uh, in 2020. They've only played once. Tampa Bay won three to one they outshot the islanders 30 to 18 and outscored them three to nothing on even goals but that's only one game last year the islanders won three or four and the only loss was a one nothing shootout loss to tampa bay i think this series is going to be 50 50 series right now what is it the uh the odds have the islanders winning at about 44 percent of the time so i'm just going to lean the islanders i think the value is with them but probably Tampa Bay is the better team. Probably they're the better team. But every time I run the numbers, it it has me given. It gives me the Islanders winning the series. So I'm going to bet New York. I'm probably going to bet New York until they, you know, until they're out uh, four games to nothing. So <laughs> that's right. They can't lose them all, right? Right, 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 right. <laughs> but yeah, I've got I've got New York actually winning this game and the series. So <laughs> here we go. I'll take them plus one thirty three. Right. Panther, what do you got in baseball or college football? Um, we have, we have. I honestly I haven't looked at college football yet, but I might grab that before uh, before the show's over. I did look at the baseball, um, and look, unless you're the Miami Marlins or the St. Louis Cardinals, you've played two thirds of your season. <laughs> we're we're roughly forty games now. Um, without, if you don't take a COVID break, but, uh, first couple teams, I mean, the playoffs are starting right now. And one of the, one of those series is the Yankees and the blue Jays Oh boy! and the Yankees are so beat up, mm-hmm. so beat up. They can't score. They can't pitch. They got crushed by Baltimore. Um, Toronto made that play at the, the trade deadline to, to get some depth and get some rotation, all the, Robbie Ray thing is not working out at all. Um, but today they throw the street fighter, Ryu, um, Yankees, uh, you know, Montgomery's been okay, serviceable, but 
he's not that good. Um, they're just, man, I just cannot trust the Yankees at all. I know there's a plus line there, but I'm off of them. I'm going to bet the Blue Jays today. I think that's the right play. Uh, I like Ryu out there today. He's going to throw some Hadoukens at them and, and get some swing and misses for sure. Uh, the, the Yankees open up plus 129. Um, it's 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 getting worse for them. That's because yeah. last last time I checked, the money was coming in on them, so it gives me a little bit of pause there. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm going to lean the Blue Jays here today. I'm with you. I, I do think they probably get the win here. Um, that 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 line movement and the money on the Yankees, it just it's it's enough to scare me off from betting. You jumped right to my run line of the day, there, Panther. Last game I out. Last game out, Jordan Montgomery gave up two runs in four innings, and uh, the Toronto pitcher has given up four runs in his last six games. So they got the pitching matchup for sure. And you have two teams that are just going in opposite directions. The Yankees are 5-13 and 13 in their last 18, and the Buffalo Blue Jays are 5-7 and seven in their last 22. So I'm going to run line the Buffalo Blue Jays and turn a negative line into a, what is it, plus 130, plus 140 line plus for a half a run? Plus 143, yep. Plus 143 for a half a run. So, finally, finally you're taking a run line with a plus line. I like it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, shit, I'm going to lean the Blue Jays because just like Max, I hate, I've got the Blue Jays winning handily, but I hate the way that line is moving. Hate it. So it's just a lean for me on Toronto. You should trust yourself over the others, Arch. I, I trust Vegas over myself. <laughs> <laughs> right. So true, so true. You know, Arch and I were talking over the weekend. I, I uh, gave him a phone call on Saturday, and um, with college football rolling around, we had some eh games um, over the weekend. And typically on Labor Day, you've got a huge ACC matchup. It's usually been like Florida State versus Miami or something along those lines. But we don't we don't get a big game. Uh, we have BYU and Navy, two you know mid majors that are watchable. Navy's just such an absolute hard team to plan for because of that triple option. They throw the ball maybe four times a game. They're such a good discipline team, good defensive team. Uh, they got this thing as a an even game, um, and, and it's a tough one to call. BYU is a, a good program, and they've had time to plan for navy so that makes a big difference you got a month to plan for the midshipmen as opposed to a week to plan then you might be able to come up with a defense for that um, triple option but this this isn't a bettable game for me i'm going to lean the byu cougars because they've had so much time to Mm, okay quick quick question from the ignorant I, i mean so College football is happening. We don't know. <laughs> not, not all college football is happening. But if any college football is happening, could you make the argument that the teams that are willing to play, there should be a national championship? I don't care yes. if, if, if the, any, any other of the big teams don't, don't feel up to playing. If BYU and Navy are ready to go, then you know what? I think we have a national championship. I agree 100%. I, I think 100%. I agree. All right, so uh, Panther, I think, I think there'll be two. There'll probably be one one in uh, January and another one in like May or April, <laughs> May. I gotta, I gotta go on the other side with you, Panther. I'm gonna try to complete my perfect, uh, just losing every single spread pick I made in week one. I'm gonna bet Navy plus the point and a half. I think it's a tough game. Okay. 
Yeah. Navy's pulling out a new quarterback. The last year, the kid that kind of carried the season for them. Um, he's not the quarterback. They got a senior who's taking over. And that can be – there's a lot of, like, tricky hand movements with that triple run mm-hmm. option mm-hmm. offense. So I, I think they can turn the ball over a couple times and missed handoffs, bad reads, that sort of stuff. So I, I'm not going to go either way. If I were – I would probably lean Navy just because that's a very difficult offense that just pounds on you and pounds on you and pounds on you. But if they get behind, which is very possible, they get game scripted right out of the game. So I'll just lean Navy, but I'm not playing either side. Okay. All right. That's it for me. Richard, you got another run line? No, I don't have – I didn't really like a whole lot in baseball today, but I do have one other game, and that's the Texas Rangers – versus the Seattle Mariners. Uh, Texas has just basically given up on the year. Their manager says they're going to run the young kids out there, and it shows they've lost five in a row, 17 of the last 20, and now they're sending Kobe uh, Aller to the mound, who's 1-1 one one with an 8.53 lifetime ERA versus the Mariners, and 2020 has been a bad year for him. He probably wishes they never started the season. 0-4 with a 5.40 ERA. Going out against Marco Gonzalez, who's coming off a complete game, four hitter, and lifetime is you know, five and five with a three nine ERA versus Texas. Texas giving up on the year. The Mariners are playing for a playoff spot. The Mariners win this game. Yeah, it's funny too. Is, is the betting public still is in this mindset that Seattle's a quote unquote bad team mm-hmm. because the money is coming in on Texas. And Vegas is glad to take your money. So glad that they're going to keep adding money. Here you go. Plus 125? No, no. Take 140 at some books. 135. Here you go. Just take it. Keep betting. I'm with you, man. Seattle's the play. A little too rich for my blood. Minus 150. Uh, But, yeah, Seattle's going to win this one. I will lean the Mariners. Yeah, and to your point, they're saying uh, Andrews and Odor are no longer the starters. Uh, Marco Gonzalez has been an absolutely, you know, above average pitcher. He's been the staff ace for the Mariners now for a couple of years. Um, look, the Rangers can't get out of their own way. They're it's a preseason for 2021. Um, Mariners are streaking, so uh, yeah, it's I mean a little chalky, but it, it just. Yeah, nobody can bet the Rangers uh, with whatever the plus line is. I'll do it with you. I'll bet the Mariners. Oh, I like the Mariners an awful lot, too. I don't think minus 152 is a big a big ask either for this one. I'm going to jump on Seattle as well. So is that a French kiss of death or just one of the kisses? I, the I lean. Yeah, I lean. It's yeah. a regular kiss of death. It's, so, it's, so. If three of the four do it, it's a kiss of death. If if I did it, it would be French. I'm I'm just leaning. That's it for me, man. I don't have anything else in baseball. A couple leans in there, but nothing that I'm all excited about. I want to look at the Arizona Diamondbacks and San Francisco Giants. Diamondbacks opened up minus 129. They're plus 103 now. So, yeah. Right? Plus 103. May uh-huh. yeah, plus 108 now. Sorry. Excuse me. Just, just getting bigger and bigger. I like the Giants here. I got to agree with them. I don't know if I want to lay that much money. 117. Let's see. Oh, no. I still can. I'm going to take the Giants. Why not? Yeah, like, that's the play. Yeah, uh, the the money's all over the Giants right now, so that line seems to be uh, moving completely correctly. Uh, I'm with you. I am betting the the Giants as well. I think that's a really good play. Gossman has actually pitched really well for the Giants. 
And um, Zach Gallen is is the future for the Diamondbacks. I mean, this kid can deal. I think this is going to sound weird. I think I would take Arizona in the first five. If you can get one of those first five inning bets, I might look at Arizona. But once you get in the bullpen, the Giants will take over. And I think this could also be an underplay. I don't know what the overrun. It's typically around eight and a half, nine and a half. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. Uh, so I look, I like the D backs for the first five. I like the giants for the game. I like the underplay, all kinds of stuff for this game, but generally we'll just say I'm off of it. Oh, <laughs> okay. Last time out gallon, I think held the Dodgers scoreless through seven or eight, the Panthers point. And then the Dodgers came back and actually won that game. So I, I'm afraid that that young man's going to see a, a similar fate today. Although I do have Arizona winning the game. So maybe he's going to go nine innings today. I'm going to lean Arizona. I'm going to lean Arizona. Okay. That's it for me. Anybody else got anything they like? You don't want to talk Mets? Mets Phillies? You know, I, I look at that, but... Near man. elite. Near Zach elite. Wheeler on the mound today. I got the Phillies winning this one. Phillies are absolutely going to win this one, guys. And I wish I could have gotten it a little sooner. Because now I'm seeing at minus 120. Yeah. Right? Ugh. Look at that. Look at minus 104. One open. Yeah. Even side single digit money on the Mets here. I I am actually <laughs> I'm gonna bet the Phillies. I think they're gonna win this one. I'm gonna bet the Phillies over the Mets. Yeah, I I feel better about it now because when I when I saw the opening that it was even, I was like, ugh, that that just smells. But now that it's moving and all the money and everybody's on the Phillies, then I feel a lot better. So I'll join you. I will take those Phillies. Mm. Well, I'm going to go on an island here. I have the Mets actually winning this game four to three. So, and I'm getting a plus line, but I, I'm not going to bet them, but I'll just lean the Mets. And if they get to the bullpens late in a tie game, the Mets have an advantage there. Albeit bad versus worse. <laughs> but uh, I think that the, I, I actually, I think the Mets will win this game. So mm. I'm going to lean the Mets. Yeah. I'm leaning the Phillies here. They're just outside of my, my comfort zone, the minus 120. So it's, it's just a lean for me on the Phillies. All right. So, Max, I guess that is it. That is it. I don't remember the last time I've actually bet against the Mets. It mm. has been a while since I've actually placed a bet against the Mets. It usually does go well because I know my team. So head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Or if you're not into the whole website thing, you can download the DGENs app for Android or iOS and let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. You can listen to us on that app or on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Google Pod, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Podtail, and iHeartRadio. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Happy Labor Day, Rich. It's a labor of love. We just roll from... With this crazy COVID 2020, we just roll from one big week into the next. It's NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, Kentucky Derby. Now we're rolling into the NFL. So you're definitely going to want to tell your friends about us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Just grab a bullhorn and go out on the corner like crazy and start yelling. Go to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com because friends don't let friends bet without AD. Mr. Panther, it's time to take us home. You know, I want to give a real quick shout out to all the people that are listening because they found us on Facebook. Arch 
um, spent some of our hard-earned money on a Facebook um, boosting, and we had actually a lot of interaction over the weekend. Those numbers have skyrocketed. So thank you guys for finding us, for listening, for tuning in. Um, football, like you mentioned, Rich, right around the corner. I got my fantasy football draft tonight. Um, we're going to be doing some uh, fantasy football plays. I'll make it some posts on the website when the season starts uh, on Thursday. We're three days away. So pretty excited about that. But uh, like they said, AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, um, the app, Facebook, wherever you find us. Let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today, and when it's all said and done, kids. Let's all make some money, fools! Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.